0: hello everybody welcome back to another episode of the Santi time podcast where no matter if it's eastern time western time or pacific time it'll always be it'll always be Santi time today i have a new guest with me uh a fellow uh, a fellow uh friend from uavni uh his name is ricarlo louise how you doing man
1: i'm doing good man i'm doing good you know we're here we're still alive. We're kicking. We're we're seeing how how things are going in twenty twenty three and the new year. And you know, hopefully everything keeps going well. So
0: I can't believe that it's already twenty twenty three. You know, it just it just flew by. Just re just like just really quick. You know, and, oh, yeah. and 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 yeah, I'm really excited like what this year has to offer, especially in terms of movies, because I don't know how the hell this year is going to live up to the juggernaut of a year that was 2022. You know what I mean? Like
1: I do. I agree, man. There's a lot of good stuff that came out of uh 2022 um, film wise that I, I was very, very impressed with. Obviously there was some letdowns in some departments, but that's to be su- expected. But uh, I, I was very, very impressed with some of the, the films that came out, especially during the earlier of, um, of 2022.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like not just like in terms of film, but like in terms of like media and like how oh, yeah. and, and 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 how like and and how we see films, how critics see films and and all these like TV shows that come out like uh like like for example like uh for example Star Wars finally like getting into its roots with uh with Andor like being like a very adult TV show. You know, like, oh, my God. Did you watch Andor?
1: I did. I liked Andor. Um, You know, I thought the first two episodes were a little hard for some people to get into if you weren't a Star Wars fan. Um, You know, but it was definitely very different, man. I mean, it was a very, very spy thriller. Low on the action, but it was very, very... I don't know. I think it, it, it's great because it, it brings that whole franchise in a different direction that's not just Skywalkers and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I, 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 lightsabers I thoroughly enjoy it.
0: Fo- yeah, lightsabers and the Force. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It was definitely the it was the other part of the of the Star Wars universe. And I think people who were a fan of the original trilogy and grew up with that original trilogy um, really, really, you know, I think they they really loved it, especially that older crowd right there. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, exactly. And like I'm like a, like like I'm a big Rogue One person. I consider Rogue One to be my favorite Star Wars film and like oh. uh, and. And 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 I didn't mind the first two episodes. I thought it was like very like it it it's a very like well acted, it like like it's very well acted. It gets it gets straight into what type of show Andor is gonna be like. Mm. Oh man, like I could I could talk about Andor for hours, but uh, but yeah, 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 man, hundred percent. So uh, so. So like before we uh get into like our films of the year, uh I wanna like get into pop culture news. Like this is a that, like like this is what I do mostly with every episode. So yeah. uh so so first topic I want to talk about, uh Jeremy Renner got into a snowball mo- like got into a snowplow incident and underwent surgery. And oh man, like a way to kick off the year, guys. Hawkeye, how getting into a snowplow incident? <laughs> Yeah, but 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 thankfully he's fine. He is in recovery and I'm so so and, and 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 I can't believe that he was so lucky to even like survive that. I was so worried, you know? And like yeah. and like not to be that guy, but I think uh I think they're gonna write in I think they're gonna write in this type of injury into the franchise maybe i don't i don't know like 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 my sister like like basically opposed to that and she was like oh no they're not gonna do that and, and, and i tell her and and i tell her that like the whole point of the hawkeye show is that is that it's all about passing the passing of the torch between from uh from hawkeye to Kate bishop that's like that's the whole point of it was like what what do you think yeah. carlo
1: Shh. <laughs> no I agree I mean you know I, I don't know if we'll see uh, Jeremy Renner any, again anytime soon I, I think the next time we see him is probably like a, a bigger crossover type thing yeah. unless we get like season two of Hawkeye which I just don't see that happening because there's just so many I mean, first there's so many other things and also Hawkeye as a whole as, a, as one of the Disney Plus shows, is like where was kind of on the lower rating of tier of, of, of like the majority of people that watched it um, I kind of liked it but I don't like what they did with Kingpin I mean that's you know neither <laughs> here or there um but like i yeah it was bad it was bad but uh but like i saying, you know i think um you know i think uh, you definitely could see that you, you could see something like you know because especially he was losing his hearing and stuff like that i mean i wouldn't be surprised if they wrote that injury in um if you know push came to shove if they had to put him in you know a, a project that was close to filming in the next year or so Um, But again, I just don't see that. I don't don't see that happening. I I think he'll recover, and hopefully, does just fine. And then he'll probably just be in like whatever the next crossover film is.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next, yeah, it's gonna be Avengers: King Dynasty.
1: King Dynasty, yeah. Yeah. Or if they do like a Civil War thing before that, or something. I mean, I don't know. They Uh, they're having a lot of stuff, and they also have the Secret Invasion coming up. So maybe they bring him in for that. I mean, there's, I don't know. There's definitely possibilities they could bring him in a little bit earlier. But but yeah, probably can probably
0: king. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh and I did like uh I did a face for uh tier tier ranking for in 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 another one of my episodes like uh, you can listen to that if you want to. Like you can listen to that one if you want. It's a uh, Yeah, I got to listen to that one. Yeah. And uh all right, next thing I want to talk about uh so so there is another Dracula movie coming out this year called Renfield and this time it's focusing on Dracula's assistant Renfield. Like uh so yeah. so 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 basically what he does like he like uh like he looks for a potential like uh victim so that so that Dracula can literally like sick his teeth so so that Dracula can like can can literally like sink sink his teeth into somebody when Renfield's like oh I hate when Renfield is like Oh my god! I don't like my boss. I want to quit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, like that's basically what the entire like film is going to be all about. And like the trailer looks, looks pretty good. Like, uh, like, like it, like it's got a, it's got a surprising amount of action, and it's also a comedy. And then, and and Nick Cage as Dracula looks, yeah, so damn good. He looks like, he, he looks. Vi- he looks very good very good like this time like this time he's playing an actual vampire not like not like a vampire's kiss where where he thinks he's a vampire you know
1: right 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 yeah i i got sent the trailer um and i watched it this morning and i was like you know this is this is everything that's got my name written on it in a cage in another film um you know unbearable weight of massive talent was in my top 10 films of last year um i love nick cage i feel like he should be getting more acting roles i would love to see him um going back to the marvel stuff i would love to see him return as a ghost rider cameo in um, one of these multiverse movies i think that would be amazing and would be freaking hilarious (laughs) um you know just just imagine you know that that i mean that, that would just be everybody in the theater would be like are you serious this is happening right now I would honestly, I'm looking. I would rather have that cameo over any other cameo, bringing back any other character. But I'm a huge Nick Cage fan, and you know, obviously, I'm a huge Ghost Rider fan as well. So, yeah, man, it looks great. I think, uh, I think Nick Cage is gonna. I think Nick Cage is going to have another great year of making another film that's still kind of indie, but it's within the industry, um, something that's backed by a larger studio. And I think, especially with who you got playing that main role, um, the guy that was just in the venue there, I'm forgetting his name, um, and he was Beast in, in X-Men First oh, Class. Oh, yeah, Nicholas
0: Holt. Those- Nicholas Holt. Yeah, yeah. Nicolas. Holt.
1: Yeah, so I mean, he's—I mean, dude, he's amazing. I mean, uh, you know, he was also—he also played a zombie in, um, and uh, what's it called, uh, "Warm Bodies"? Um, yeah. you know, rom-com things too. So it's kind of like right up his alley of 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 doing. It. He's kind of returning to his roots in a way. So yeah, man, I'm just—I'm definitely looking forward to it. I—it's unexpected because I didn't even know it was coming out, and then I saw it, and I was like, oh, that's gonna be great. So yeah,
0: yeah, I would have preferred a, I I would have preferred a Karen Kusama's like take on Dracula, but like. But, like, this – but but this looks really cool. So, like – Yeah. Yeah.
1: It looks like a fun ride, man. It looks right on my own. It really
0: does. It really does. So, next trailer I want to talk about. Uh, Evil Dead Rise.
1: I did see this. Oh, yes.
0: my, oh my God. Like, uh, like I was so hesitant on this movie because, like, oh, man. Like, we're, we're having another Evil Dead movie. Seriously. You know, just, like – just like let let the franchise die, you know? But like I watched the mm-hmm. trailer, it looks it looks pretty dope and now I'm kinda interested in seeing it. You know? Like it yeah. really it really does go back into it really does go back to its root on what Evil Dead is, Sam Raimi's producer, and like Sam Raimi's the producer, it looks it, it looks so bloody, it looks scary, so <laughs> like it looks it, it it looks like it's a ton of it looks like it's a ton of fun. So I might see this. Who knows? What do you think?
1: I, I love Evil Dead. Um, Evil Dead is one of my favorite franchises. Evil Dead oh, 2 yeah, is a, a great film. Um, <laughs> and I think it's very underrated if you're not a huge fan of that kind of stuff. I mean, I can understand. As for the Evil Dead, man, it's just amazing. That's amazing stuff right there. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of excited. I'm a little on the edge um, because I, I definitely... I mean, I definitely would love to see where this franchise goes, especially in a modern day type of situation, because I, I do think that um, Evil Dead is a franchise that you could connect. I mean, there was co- there was a comic book. I don't know if you remember this, but they did Evil Dead and it was uh, Ash versus like um, uh, Jason and Freddy. Um, and I would love for more horror horror film franchises that are kind of dead. I mean, we haven't had a Friday the 13th in forever. We haven't had a no. Nightmare on Elm Street in forever. Um, you know, and we haven't had an Evil Dead in forever. I know this doesn't really involve Ash or whatever, but I mean, dude, if this is a setup so we can get more Evil Dead stuff and then maybe get Ash back in the universe and maybe see possibly a little bit of a crossover there in a movie kind of like. Freddy versus Jason or something like that. I mean, I wouldn't mind that. You know, I mean, I'm I'm hearing talks that uh, Jason's currently in talks with coming back under Blumhouse. Um, I don't know what um, Mm studio is producing this, but I mean, they should definitely be. uh, They should definitely be talking. They should definitely be talking about making a little return crossover movie after this thing, if it's good. If it's again, if it's good.
0: Yeah, and 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 apparently there's another Exorcist movie coming out. And I honestly, I, I, and and I'm honestly not interested. Okay. Like, uh, why would you, (laughs) like, 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 why would you have something uh, like, like, why would you bring something back that's, that, 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 that's already a classic that is still terrifying to this day. (laughs) And like, and, and and then you have the guy, David Gordon Green, like uh, be involved in this after what he did with Halloween ends, you know, like,
1: yeah fuck yeah man halloween ends was so bad i watched that
0: theater i was very disappointed it's so fucking bad like i did an episode with uh with two of my best friends like they're the queens of all things are they they're they're the queens of all things they're the queens of all things are they went Mm -hmm. off on how shit this uh that. This uh, this Halloween Ends was it was like,
1: dude, so bad. I was like the opening scene. I was like, oh shit, we're in fear for a surprise. And then it became a rom com yeah. with a guy, and a girl, and it was just creepy. And I was like, what am I watching Bones all or am I watching freaking Halloween Ends? I am like, where is Michael? He's passing yeah. this thing on, dude. Halloween Kills. I am so. I am gonna say like this: if you may not like Halloween Kills, you may like Halloween Kills. I like Halloween Kills. I like the first. Kills, Halloween- I, I like the first Halloween. I thought Halloween Kills was like the great sequel, just to have a whole bunch of freaking kills and just a whole bunch of violence and I'm thinking okay third movie this is what we're gonna do we're gonna have like another thing of like where these where like we're gonna have um these characters like finally get the revenge on Michael and kill him which we got at the end I thought the very end of Halloween ends was really good but the overall movie just sucked man like the, it just was not and uh. did not live up to what it was supposed to be and I was just I don't know man I was disappointed I was disappointed but it's another thing <laughs> there Blumhouse the they fumbled the bag they had a, a great uh, a possibility for a great ending and a great ending to that little trilogy and they fumbled it they fumbled it hard
0: yeah yeah 2022 was also a great year for horror in general just like oh yeah i've counted like i've counted 23 horror films i've seen that year according to according to my letterbox that is like holy shit
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah my. man I watched I watched two of the ones that I think were um, standouts to me was um, uh, Barbarian for sure I loved Barbarian the directing of that movie was amazing cinematography was amazing um, you know they just did a great job with that and I think Smile as well actually I saw I met the directors and uh, I met the writer yeah. of Smile yeah like a while back because the original um, uh, short film that they had which literally that short film if you watch it it takes place in the same universe and everything um which they were at south by southwest for and then sold to paramount and then made smile um was amazing man and i saw that i went down i was in austin i'm actually going to austin actually pretty uh, again pretty soon i'll probably go down again for south by southwest Um, but when i met those guys they had they had some really really cool ideas for where that that franchise could go and i don't want to spoil anything here or whatever but man i'm very looking forward to when i saw the film i had an early premiere screening and all that kind of stuff i was I was so I was like, Yeah, man, I there's definitely a lot of places you can take it. And I think as long as the writers and the directors get can keep hold of their baby and not let have any like influence on the outside, man, like keep with the ideas that they have, man, like the sequel, it will be ridiculous. I think people are gonna really enjoy it. I'm looking forward mm. to what they got going on. So yeah. But that yeah. was a highlight of my hair that, is that freaking movie Smile was amazing.
0: Okay. I love Okay, okay. Now I'm now okay yeah now i'm intrigued by a smile sequel even though like i didn't like eh, didn't, like even though i think about like what the sequel might go because like uh like the guy what's his what's his name like uh like he sees like 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 the guy what's his name like i'm not okay i'm going to spoil smile for a bit <laughs> OK, so like uh, you could skip like yeah. you could skip like the next like five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. But like uh, when the guy, what's his name? Like uh, he see like uh, he sees her kill herself by by lighting herself on fire. Like uh, that's when like the cycle still continues, because like he's going to be the one that's going to be that that's that's going to be. <laughs> that's going to be the next victim of the smile demon or like whatever, what whatever like whatever, a, like a whatever that creature is, the smile demon, and yeah, <laughs> and like, a, and, 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 and 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 I thought that he's gonna try to stop it, but he can't do it, and then like, yeah, yeah, that's gonna be, but, but, but yeah, but, but yeah, I think like, it sounds like, I don't know, at first, I wasn't, I first, like at first, I really thought that smile like ended like. Per- ended really well like in like in a drag me to hell type of situation but like right. but 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 now that but 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 when you've just said that you've met the guy who directed smile <laughs> yeah. I, I <clears throat> and they got a lot of ideas cooking up i was like whoa okay all right let's, let's see where this goes like yeah yeah so I man it's cool. definitely
1: interesting it's a it's an interesting thing because it's It's, it feels very, very nuanced, even though like some of the ideas are obviously you could tell there's a little inspiration from different places and stuff, but the idea of the character and this, you know, this under uh, underlying a message of, you know, like mental health and, you know, kind of burying your problems and not facing them head on and all that kind of stuff, which, you know, what the film is really um, talking about is done well. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. just that is the best way I think you can address mental health without making a film. That's just sad and depressing. I mean, it was like exciting. It's a horror film and they still are talking about serious subject matter in a way that's new and creative with using the horror genre, which I again, I'm just like, this is, dude, this is, this is smart. Like just the idea itself. is just smart. So yeah, I applaud them for that. So, but yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. And, uh, and, 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 and since that we are still talking about horror uh you excited for megan
1: um i'm a different man i saw the trailer and i was like i don't know how i'm gonna feel about this i i i had offered to go see a showing and i did not go um but i'm also like really busy right now at the moment so i can't really just like go to new york city and be like all right here i am to go <laughs> see this um thing um like all the time so uh you know i'm like i'll probably see it uh at some point um you know horror for me and horror have a weird relationship um because i think some horror movies are amazing and i'm a freaking sucker for horror i love slashers i grew up with slashers there's a special in my heart for slashers this is something that's like the girls doing tiktok dances and stuff and and someone told me that, you know, when they watched it, who I respect very much when they watched it, they really it reminded them of like a comedic horror. And it was almost satirical. And they were laughing at the film. They were not laughing at the film. They're like laughing with the film. And it's like, it's really well done. And I'm like, Jesus, this is not what the trailer sold me at all in the first place. So it actually may be good. I just don't, Again, man, I just feel indifferent about that kind of stuff until I see it. I mean, I'm not gonna have any reserved opinions about it, but you know, based off of a trailer, we'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah, yeah, I am gonna see that pretty soon. So yeah, yeah man, like uh, the reviews for it are like actually surprising. Like, uh, do you want to guess the Rotten Tomato score of it? I mean, I mean, you probably know, but 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 uh, but but like, you want to guess or?
1: Uh, it's like I think it's like in the nineties or in the eighty percentile or some shit. It's like 90- something high, right?
0: Yeah, it's ninety six. Yeah,
1: it's ninety six. Yeah, damn. See, I'm I've been hearing good things, man. I've been hearing good things about it. So I'm like, I just I'm like I saw the trailer and I was just not impressed. But hey, man, the trailers sometimes are cut, you know, and they just they don't do a good job at at showcasing the film, and then sometimes they do a better job than the film is actually you know itself so you never know man you never know
0: yeah yeah man <laughs> yeah man exactly you never know so all right uh now now that our uh pop culture stuff is out of the way uh let uh, let us share our top five films of the year and uh before we get to our number one like we could say we could say like other like honorable mentions of films that that, that, that we also really really like this year so yeah uh I think uh, um, I'll go first. Uh, yeah, do it. My number five is After Son. Okay. Yeah, that's man. interesting. Yeah, yeah, man. It's like it's a really beautiful, beautiful movie about a about a father and daughter, like, uh, like, like spending, like, like having a vacation in a hotel in Turkey. And yeah, and. And, uh, and they and, and, and basically like it's all about it's all about father daughter bonds and all about father daughter bonds. And it's also like super, super depressing because like the father like is like it uh, is going through things. It has like it has a terrible, terrible mental state. Like uh, there are moments when when you notice that like the, that he's trying to be a good father for his daughter and 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 you could just tell that he's like going through something there's like uh there's several moments where he's like oh, i don't feel like it i don't really want to talk about that whatever so yeah and it's also perfectly directed too like uh like like charlotte wells directed the hell out of this in terms of this being her debut and i am really excited to see what she does next so yeah
1: so i, I heard about the film but i did not see it oh, man. um so, so now weird. i have to I have to watch it because I mean I did hear good things, but again, like you're getting close to award season and I you literally have to watch everything. So I'm like trying to catch up on all this stuff and I know. you know so I, I'll check it out after Sun. Okay. I'll check I mean, it out. Fruit number five. That's crazy. <laughs> <So>. I know <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, it is. Like it almost it almost made it into like a top three or a or a top five, but like there are others that I, that I think the the other films that I think are better and also like Mm -hmm. it is tough during award season because there are like so there there are like so many like great films that 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 that, that always come out at the end of the year and it's like and it's really tough like every year like like every year like I don't really like watch like like every year I never like watch almost everything but like uh but uh but, but but like but yeah I mean but, but but yeah it's tough you know like uh, you could only watch like like most films at a time and you're only left with like three films that you have yet to watch and then it becomes six and then it becomes seven yeah then, yeah
1: you're like dang man yeah.
0: yeah so what's your number five
1: uh my number five is the woman king um mm-hmm. I, I really love nice. the woman king i know the history on it it's a little wacky um but like You know, I I think the way they advertise the movie, which is not which was apparently not the director's intent, so which made me okay with it being number five, um, because of the way they advertise is like, this is a real story. And this is historical events, but the directors and the writers wrote it as a fictionized like version of like these real characters. So. I was fine with the film itself um, with like the message of the film, I should say, but the film, I mean, the cinematography is amazing. In my opinion, it is what Black Panther, um, Wakanda forever should have been um, in the way that it was directed. Um, I thought the direction of the film was amazing in in every way Um, especially when it comes to Viola Davis and her implements on the directing itself of the way the actresses act and her hand in the producing process and stuff she had her hands really deep in that film and man I mean the action in that film I mean if you want to talk about films this year that are, are crazy and I'll, I'll throw this in here even though it's not really an honorable mention but Northmen, it, it reminded me a lot of the Northmen. it was like Northmen did vikings this did african warriors i mean they both had crazy action if you saw the Northmen and you didn't see the woman king you may yeah. want to check out the woman king you'll like the woman king um but again man it's a more gruesome storytelling version of of what you know Black Panther Wakanda Forever I think in my opinion should have been you know this idea of of these black warriors going out and going against the um, slave catchers and going against this idea of selling their people or whatever even though that's not necessarily what happened in real in real life the story itself is so powerful and you can't really take it away um, from the writers and the story so you know I like that also the color grading of that film is amazing you know I watched it so I, I got colorblind glasses I'm color blind and when i saw that film i brought them because one of my friends was like dude the color palette in this film he he color grades for a living and he was like the color palette in this film is like dune but it's on steroids i watch it man (laughs) the orange the orange the yellow everything the saturation of everything the shots are amazing they're beautiful sometimes it reminds me of of luke skywalker looking at the two sons in a new hope and sometimes it reminds me of of dune you know what i mean those are like the two best way the cinematography and the way they shot it so again definitely check that out it's very very well done
0: i did watch the woman That's king
1: it is yeah
0: I, I figured it was
1: great I thought it was great so yeah that's why okay. so it's all really right.
0: Fun. yeah um unfortunately like it was like it's very much like at like the middle part of my letterbox list mm-hmm. of like of of 2022 because like I feel like there are the, there are so many films that I think that, that I think are better than the woman King I enjoyed the women King a lot like like it's not Like like it's got great choreography and action. I just wish it was more gruesome. You know what I mean? Like a lot of like Mm. blood spilled and all and all that jazz.
1: Originally it was supposed to be. Originally it was supposed to be, and the studio wanted to tone that down. What? Um. Yeah. So originally it was supposed to because they wanted to make it more like Black Panther. They wanted to to target the audience, so it was like more of a a, of more family teen type of film. But what I I feel that they should have went the um, way of is the North or like you know um what's another good warrior type movie there gladiator or something like that where you know you're i mean it was still kind of gruesome like let's not get it messed up there was some crazy moments in that film but yeah Yeah, i do think that they could have they could have definitely toned that up and it would have been even crazier but again they i they definitely toned it back because the studio influences which is what i heard which makes me sad but it, you know i i can understand a marketing kind of strategy and and the studio behind it. it's like how do we market this movie to make money so kind of makes right. sense
0: right yeah so so you're familiar with Gina Prince-Bythewood's filmography right yes yeah okay so so you've seen Love and Basketball you've seen The Old Guard yes. what else what else yeah, did yeah. she what else did she do i I don't
1: know oh, I don't even know, but love and basketball is like a great film man I, I mean, know
0: I've been watching it in so long I should revisit it yeah
1: it's a great it's a great it's a great little film to like revisit for sure I love know
0: it. yeah but yeah okay uh so 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 now on to number four my number four is the Banshees of Inisherin.
1: okay that's on my list, but it's lower it's on. HBO so Max. It is. I, I I loved it. It's great. But that's like my number seven. man. Really? That's okay. Like Interesting. Close, you know? All right. It okay. was great, though. I loved it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think I that um, Paul, I Colin Farrell definitely deserves an Oscar for that performance.
0: He deserves an Oscar for every role that he had this year. Oh, my year. God.
1: I agree. He really acted his little heart out.
0: Oh, man. Oh, man. Like, I don't think any actor has ever, like, done that before. Like, uh, this is Colin Farrell we're talking about. Like, uh, like, uh, like he, like he had a supporting role that, uh, like he had a scene stealing supporting role in the Batman. Like, uh, like, 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 like like that same month, he had a lead role in After Yang, which was Yes, which is great. Which was also amazing. And then you have the Banshees of Anishirin, another lead role that he was so good in. Oh yeah. man. Like it's like uh and like like not only is Banshees of Anishirin like 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 uh so like very very good it's also like it's super funny and and it's also and it's also very depressing as well which is something that yep. Martin McDonough does a really great job at combining combining dark comedy and and heartbreaking gut punch. He does it so well and the fact yep. and, and I really like and I really like like and I really like the setting of it being in an Irish village in a crummy in a crummy island that is a that now uh, that is forgotten about by society and you have it be set in the middle of a war and, and and while that war is happening you also have a war between these former friends war between these former friends and and, and it's also super relatable too because like <laughs> because like you know we've all been there we've had a, you know like we've all lost friends out of nowhere like you have like you have that one friend saying, like, "Oh, I don't want to talk to you anymore. I don't really want to be your friend anymore. I just wanna, I just wanna do my own thing." You know, it's like, it's, it's like very, it's very like, it, like it hits you like very. It does. It does. Yeah, and 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 not to mention that the music is very like calming, and the the music is very calming. It's perfectly shot. And uh, I'm gonna tell you this: Barry Keoghan, like, 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 has a seed stealing support, like, supporting performance that'll make you laugh and cry. But uh, yeah, that, and, uh, and another standout is Carrie uh, Condon, who plays, uh, who plays, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Pat, pa- Padgett, uh, Parker, but uh, Patrick, uh, whatever his name is, like, yeah, uh, right. He, yeah, yeah, she plays his sister. And 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 this whole arc is that is that she wants to like leave this town and pursue and then and then and pursue her dream and and, and and uh, Parik. and uh, and wants her to stay. It's like yeah, it's a whole like like all of these characters have an arc, and it's like and it's very interesting. It's very interesting and uh, and beautiful to see. And let me tell you, it gets ugly. Like towards like like towards like the third act, it gets pretty ugly. And yeah, like like you really gotta watch this. So yeah.
1: Yeah, it's definitely something I would recommend um to people where just like they're like, hey, I'm looking for someone to watch and be like, listen, if you wanna sit down and watch a good film, I'd probably recommend um Banshees of Ventura. And It's exactly it's, it's pretty great.
0: <laughs> have you ever seen Embruge?
1: No, I don't think I have.
0: Uh Ambrugge is Ambrugge is a masterpiece. It's a that. It is a dark comedy tragedy masterpiece of the highest degree, in my opinion. It's like, like, like uh, the script, like like the script is very sharp. The humor is great. The uh, like, the humor is great. It's got a lot of sad moments. Like, so good. Hold on. I got to, I got to turn the lights on in my room. Yeah, no worries. Okay, that's better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's better. Okay. All right. So yeah, that's, that's my number four. Uh, okay. Yeah. So my number four is um,
1: something that may be controversial because I know this is not a lot of number uh, people's number ones. It's uh, everything, everywhere all at once. Oh, um,
0: okay. It was my number it, yeah. one for a while.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of people still are putting that as number one, dude, that movie is amazing. I don't, I shouldn't even need to tell you, you have to go watch it. It's the best multiverse movie I think I've ever seen um you know it may get topped this year with the flash we'll see what happens um but like i I don't think the flash is
0: even going to come close i'm sorry (laughs) we'll see what happens
1: man i mean i'm going to be honest with you
0: i've
1: i've heard some crazy things about the flash and i'm not going to get into it but i'm i know people that worked on the project so they're like "Ricardo, you're not even prepared (laughs) because not only the story itself but the directing and then like also as a comic book fan it's it's insane it's just insane so but that's another conversation for another day Right. Um, yeah. everything everywhere all at once number 4 um, michelle yo is amazing watching her do a kung fu i will Pay money to see that any day of the week, any time, <laughs> any place, anywhere. You know, I mean, the only thing I'm missing from this is Jet Li. Okay? okay, I am a huge martial arts fan. I love that kind of stuff. I watched this with my father. He thought the story was a little goofy, um, but he was like, he, he was like, I understand the message behind it. It's very straightforward. I like the way that they go about it. I, I, and I completely agree, man. The idea of using the multiverse and then using um, uh, uh, like little things, um, that is from Michelle Yeoh's like catalog of films that she has already done too, which is kind of cool. But they kind of change some of the characters and stuff. Um, and then you know, obviously have the like newer characters, like the 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 hot dog fingers and all that oh, yeah. stuff. I mean, it's goofy, it's fun. You love it. You love to see it. That overarching message is amazing. The idea of family and a daughter and acceptance. I mean, by society. Um, is amazing uh, again man it's just it's a great written film and you know if you want to watch it you can watch if you don't want to watch it for the subject matter or the material that the movie is really written for you can just watch it to be entertained and I think that's why that's so many people's number one is because it not only is a film that is about um, the Asian um, a group w- which as a minority never re- is not really um, well represented and it started getting uh, better representation over the last few years um but also it like taps into like that living style and a lot of people who are not even asian and are just immigrants can relate so that's why it's my my number four man i mean i don't know yeah. what you thought about the film but it's just it's it's great. it's
0: great yeah 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 let me tell you my top five or or just my top 10 of 2022 in general it just flip flops all the time like all the time yeah and like, uh, and, and recently, and recently I had to change everything, every, everywhere to like my number two. And then, and, 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 and then I had to like switch it around. And it eventually, and, and the film eventually became my number six. It is now like what? in the sixth um,
1: spot. I'm sorry. It's just. You know, it's crazy. It, I can't, I can't, you know, I, I, I thought I was going to get hate. You're going to get hate. Um, But I know I I am going to get so
0: much hate for this.
1: I can understand. I I mean, like, listen, when it comes down to your favorite, it's about preference. Right. When it comes down to best overall, you can be a little bit more at liberty with it. But when you're looking at um, when you're looking at your favorite or what you think is the best. I mean, you're going to have some films you're going to look at my top three move every day in my head. They move every day. I've I finally know. settled on the top three, um, but my top three is the hardest. But in, in my opinion, the top three are the best movies of this year. And when you hear them, I don't know how you're going to feel, but I don't know how we'll you're going to feel either.
0: Thing. Cause like my top three <laughs> is also gonna is also kind of controversial, my guy. So, okay. <laughs> so we're, good. We're, good. we're good. Yeah, we're good, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, oh, oh man. Oh man. Yeah. So, so so yeah. I mean, what else hasn't been said about everything everywhere? I mean, I I mean like the story, the comedy, just like all the action sequences. It's just so good, and I can't believe that Ki Hue Kwan like returned to acting after oh. thirty years, man. Like oh my dude, god, now dude, I really man, want to see more of this guy.
1: Can I have a supporting actor role for him, please? Yeah, you know I know please. Colin Farrell's on there, but that man deserves that, that, that thing. And I don't, if he doesn't get more work in the next few years of him being like steadily, like I already said, like, as soon as that studio feature comes in my door, like when I start doing a uh, uh, more studio, pic, studio pictures and stuff, uh, one of the first actors I'm hiring is him. I have ideas for him. Mm, really? I, I, yeah. I, I thought his performance was amazing and had so much depth. Um, he's just amazing man he thought I thought it was great, so,
0: yeah, like that's what you do right? You work in like <laughs> like you work in the production field and you also like edit a few stuff, right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, man. so
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, you know. My my thing is you know like right now what I'm doing is I, I've been working on a lot of uh, uh projects, um uh for HBO and doing a lot of that kind of stuff. I did a Netflix project was the last thing I did, um and you know currently I'm working on my last short film, um uh, me Corazon which will be coming out very very soon. I have an announcement oh. date coming up in the next few weeks, so I'm very excited for that. But um you know over this like last year man you know it's been crazy. I did Army of One which just really propelled my career. I did. So many film festivals, and I went all over the place for it. And Army it of got me is, my job.
0: Yeah, Army and of what so is I your like black exploitation film, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's my black exploitation little yeah. baby there. <laughs> so, so I mean, I, I, I was like, when I created it, I was like, this is just something fun for me. And then it started getting in all these festivals, and I said, whoa, 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 whoa wait a second, you know what I mean? And. You know, it was a student film, man. We didn't have a lot of money making it, and we didn't have a lot of money making *Mi Corazon* either, because we went from *Army of One* right to *Mi Corazon* as soon as the um, post production was over. And you know, *Mi Corazon* just had so many problems behind the scenes, but I, I can't even express to, you, um, mm, you know, uh, shooting and stuff. Yeah, I did, but I mean, like, I'm very, very proud of what we got. Um, and the back thing of, of what we have now um, in the editing, like what I'm currently watching and stuff. I think, I think people are gonna really resonate with it, and I think it's some. Thing where it is you know it's a nice little genre bender i think it's gonna be a nice little feel good movie that's got some underlying um subject matter but yeah man i mean again that's what it's all about man you love movies you watch them you create them you work in the field you get to know people and then you know um sometime soon you know you go and you start making them and that's your life so that yeah. is what it is
0: yeah man exactly you know yeah like uh like sooner or later, like uh, you're going to experience like problems. I mean, like every director has like task production problems, and like, yeah. a- a- and it was your first, you know, difficult film to make, and that's what counts, you know. So yeah, that's yeah, that's is. kind of a it milestone is. for you.
1: <laughs> yeah, there we go. I mean, I I 100 agree. You know, it's a conversation with my buddies the other day that his first feature this year, and um, you know, he was telling me, man, he was like, uh, I'll I'll tell you what, he was like you know, I had to learn so many things from doing shorts for the last three years. I did shorts and then I did two indies, but they were still like, kind of like shorts that were just a little bit longer length. And, um, you know, he did his first feature and he was telling me you know, about all these things he has to like, start looking at and worrying about. And I'm like, Oh man, that's yeah, man, it's definitely interesting. It's you make those little leaps and every time it's another obstacle, another thing, but that's part of the industry. That's part of the the job. And you kind of just, you know, listen we're here to create we're here to entertain so we gotta overcome it and make the best make best with what you got so
0: exactly exactly man that's that's what it's all about so yeah uh so 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 yeah we both set our number fours now we're on to the threes my number three is decision to leave
1: decision to leave you know I have a love hate relationship with this movie really but okay. I need to hear it i want to hear what you i want to hear what you have to um say um uh, before i say anything oh okay
0: okay like 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 from the moment like the film starts i was like completely completely entranced with how the film was made like each like every shot in this movie is so so beautiful like uh like uh like, 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 Parchan Wook is now one of my new, new favorite directors ever, and, like, he never disappoints with his direction, like, ever, like, <laughs> like, 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 ever, like, the way that he direct, like, the way that he directed this type of, this, uh, this psychological, like, a murder mystery is so excellent, and it's also, it Delta and it, and it's also, like, his very, like, and, and it's also his one of one of his most restrained films like like most of his filmography is like very like provocative and like very like vulgar you know like most of his movies are violent and, and they also got a lot of graphic stuff in there but this one oh. like but but this one like tones it down like but but this one tones it down but 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 this is just like another like great movie from him like uh like like the film is also a romantic comedy between the tech between the detective and the suspect and, and uh, which is what <laughs> which is what makes this film like so juicy which is makes this film so juicy and and, and, and perfectly encapsulates like park chan wook's style of filmmaking which is like having which is having his uh, his characters have have an obsession and mm-hmm right yeah and uh, and it also has a really deeper meaning behind it how that uh, uh, how there's a lot of mountains there's a lot of sea how the, how how a mountain and its how the mountain and the sea can't really go together and like i won't spoil anything but there's a moment the, the, but there is a perfectly shot moment where like the water converges like with this mountain of sand that is like so beautiful to look at, and not to mention the performances are, are really good, especially from Tang Wei who plays the uh who plays the wife, and you have like the detective what's his name Park uh, Park Hill whatever like uh, the yes detective. yeah yeah like he he was great in this movie as well, and like and also the dialogue the dialogue the script it's very. It's so good. It's very good. It's, it's uh it's basically it's basically our generation's Vertigo, but the except Vertigo is like is is it, something like really special and a classic, and it's up yeah. and and also you can't really top Vertigo, so yeah. Right. So yeah. I, let's, was, I was like,
1: listen, I, my problem is this. Okay, all right. <laughs> this all right, is okay. gonna be a little controversial for some people. But for me, as a fan of of films and stuff, at times this feels. And I'm not hugely into more of the experimental stuff, which I know this guy's direction has is, is always been a little bit more on that edge of, you know, um, a type of let's push the envelope to the edge and see, you know, how far we can go without making people, you know, completely hate us. <laughs> right. <laughs> you yeah. Know? And, you know, for, for a degree, it, it works at some points. And then for me, it doesn't. Um, in this film, I was a little off put by some of the creative choices that were made on the story but I still respect right. it so it's like for me that's always been my like that's what my love hate is with this relation with the, the film is, is that would I have done it? Like I look at things from that, from that kind of standpoint, it's like, would I have done this or would I have done that? Um, And this standpoint, if this was my film, I would not, you know what I mean? But I can't negate this guy's decisions based on what my beliefs are, you know, when executing certain things. So that's kind of my love, hate relationship with that film. But I, I, I still think it was good. I mean, it was on my honorable mentions on my top 10. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, I, I, I completely understand that. Really. Um, um uh, got, um. uh. If you're listening to this, like, yes, there is background noise. There is that. There. There, uh, there is that. The, that is the sound of a vacuum. Okay. So, like. Uh. But we're still. We're still gonna keep going with this. So. So yeah. So. So. So yeah, man. Yeah. Like, I can. I can totally understand. Like your. uh, I can totally understand. Like your. Your. Uh. Your relationship with this film. Yeah, yeah, there are like certain choices that the that these characters make that aren't really fundable, but that, that that aren't like really the best. But like Yeah. But you just gotta admire the beauty of this film, you know? Like it's just a... And I
1: can appreciate that. I like your take on it because I think if if I took that take on it and I looked more just at like like the the beauty and just letting the story like roll out and play out and the way that it was shot and all that, I may have Enjoyed it a little bit more, but I was just so caught up in some of the decisions that the characters made. Without spoiling yeah. anything, that's what <laughs> that's what it was like later, love and hate. So yeah. yeah, I agree.
0: Have you watched anything from Park Chan Wook? Like Old Boy, Thirst, or so?
1: Yeah, I saw. I've seen Old Boy. Old Boy is like one of my. I mean, who hasn't seen Old Boy?
0: Exactly. Who hasn't? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, so.
1: So I've seen some of his, his work before, and that's why when I when I saw this film, I was like very interested. Why I didn't like love it as much, um, as some of his other stuff. And I think, like to your point, you know, he was definitely more reserved in this, and I think, you know, it was more self contained. But I, 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 again, I just think it was decisions made via where the story was going, which is what I was just not too fond of, and that's really just what it comes down to, as compared to compared to his other you know films and
0: work. Right. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. That's fair. Okay. All right. Uh, what's uh, what's your number three?
1: Uh, oh God. So this is this has moved a lot. Okay. And again, I want to pre- preface this that tomorrow this could be number two.
0: Okay. <laughs> In fact, it All could
1: right. probably even be number one. But mine is the best horror movie of this year, Jordan Peele's Nope.
0: Oh. Okay. Because I have it at number two that's what i was was,
1: was, i'm glad i'm not the only one baby because i'm not seeing in anybody's top three let alone even top five i think that this freaking film is an achievement of so many calibers the nighttime photography in this film is phenomenal okay yeah it it is it made me really relook at my work that I've been working on for my film when this film first came out and reassess my film and the nighttime photography that I have and look at my nighttime photography and other work that I've been done and worked on and been like, this is just not good enough. You know what I mean? It made me look at it from a different lens. I think Jordan Peele's idea of doing everything in IMAX was brilliant. I think that, that worked out so well. The full screen the version of this that you see in IMAX and theaters was amazing. I have an interesting story with this film. When I first saw it, I saw it at an influencer screening because I couldn't go see it at premiere. I was um, working on the film and um, I saw an influencer screening, literally half, like more than half the audience left because they're influencers. They took a picture of them in front of like the screen and then left.
0: They didn't stay for the entire Really? And I was
1: like, really disappointed in that but i like enjoyed the film regardless with the other people that were like me that were just like love cinema so i mean i think the take on aliens was awesome the idea of animal and all that kind of stuff i want to spoil it because it's such a film that if it's spoiled for you i don't think you'll enjoy it as much um but the idea of where they bring aliens and the little moment which i think is the best like, I'm going to throw this in your face and then you're going to be like, oh, shit, this is what this means. This is what he's doing here. The moment of this, when the creatures are in the barn, that's all I'm going to say because right, I don't yeah. want to spoil it. But that moment is the best I've ever seen any alien movie attempt alien horror. Okay. It was great. It's so it reminds me of a mixture of other Jordan Peel work like Get Out, but mm-hmm. also also reminds me of a little bit of a mixture of a Western and a little bit of a mixture of, of Steven Spielberg. Uh, Jaws and Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Obviously Close Encounters because the alien stuff, but it reminds me a lot of that. And then also you can put some signs in there and you can also put some Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in there because it's definitely involved with the film world and the way we treat animals and stuff like that. So there's a lot of great stuff in this film without spoiling too much, but there's just so, it's so new and it's so refreshing because it's such a new idea, even though it's a take on an older film. This is just so stuff. And the score of this film is so underrated, by the way. So underrated. The original score of this film is so Spielberg-esque. If you go back and listen to the score of the film and you rewatch the film and just like listen to the score moments, it's very Jurassic Park at times. It's very Jaws at times. It's just very, very like old school type 80s, 70s classic franchise monster-esque movie alien-esque movie natural disaster-esque movie where it's like all wonder it's just great it's amazing that's why it's it's that uh, on the, the the list it's just amazing i love it every every moment of it
0: yeah yeah so like uh since that uh since that nope is on my number two so like i think like the way that like nope was presented like at first was like I was like, uh, what's, uh, what's going on You're Like, I didn't, I I thought that, I thought thought it was okay on first viewing because like, uh, because mainly like, like mainly I got back from, uh, from my vacation to Spain and like at at that and I, and I went to a night showing. I was a bit, I was a bit like, I was a bit like, tired and i kind of dozed off but like but like but like watch it but watching it on a second viewing i totally understand what this film was going for because at first i was like oh like what's uh what's with the monkey and, <laughs> and right, like, right, right right, right, yeah and i totally and i told and i totally get it now like the monkey on the uh on on like like uh like at the monkey on gordy's home was a bad miracle and like when uh when what's his name uh when uh when uh, when uh when when uh when, when when what's his name jupiter juniper whatever his name is like uh yeah. when he summons Gene- the alien with the horse that's a bad yeah. miracle like the co-
1: yeah jean jacket
0: yeah jean jacket exactly and like <laughs> and, and and the whole like uh and the whole like alien and and the whole like ufo and the whole, like, UFO just the uh, just threw me off. And, 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 and I'm just going to spoil it here. Like, I really thought the UFO was an actual UFO and not some, like, alien being, whatever, that's it's disguised a- as a UFO. <laughs> oh, man. Which is
1: great. Was, like is. I said, it was done differently. It had nuance. It wasn't your classic story. And when you're watching, it, you're like, dude, this is like the idea and the thinking of it. It's the most self-contained alien movie you'll probably ever see, but it's just done well.
0: That's it. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and, and and I really, really want to see more of Brennan Pereira, man. Like he was well, like, like, Oh my God. Yeah. What,
1: yeah. What a, what a shocking performance by him. You know, that was so great. I thought, I mean, I think everybody in this movie did amazing. Um, And I'm glad that our main character in the film chose this over black Panther too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because i can't i can't see it because anymore. like everybody <laughs> because everybody wants to know like oh what's wakaba you up to a blackberry it forever dude he's in prison okay yeah <laughs> he betrayed his entire nation by signing with killmonger what do you want
1: <laughs> yes yeah man it was it was amazing man nope was amazing but your top so that's your number two we need to hear your three go ahead
0: okay bye my, my three was decision to leave
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah 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 that's that's my number three yeah so yeah what's uh what's your number two
1: okay so um so my number two is top maverick
0: let's go baby oh man
1: I'm- so so top maverick i saw a premiere showing i think you remember i think you were one of the people that slid up and was like dude i'm so excited for this i was so hyped i was gonna go see my pops um, and I just didn't like my he couldn't make it down um to the city for the premiere. So I was like, all right, whatever. So I brought one of my friends dude my friend who has never even seen the original Top Gun came with me. He walked out and was like, I'm joining the Navy tomorrow. It's <laughs> like but that's the wow. feeling this movie invokes. It's like it's like the the feeling it invokes, it's a lot it's very much like it makes you want to exist within this world and it makes you want to be something else um that you're not. It's Better than the first Top Gun, in right. my opinion, um, and I think that it brings back Hollywood to a state that we haven't seen in a while. The old, and I, I said this like this: Top Gun, round, um, a uh, uh, roundhouse. Um, there's so many old, old, old classics like that from the 80s. It takes that and then provides nuance. The cinematography of this film is amazing, and it's very, very. I think um uh, uh, is going to be very, very um. What's the word I'm looking for here? Um, um, underrated. It's going to be very underrated in the years to come. Um, and I think when people watch back, it's like, holy cow. And then when people realize that they're actually doing this in actual jets, they're going to be like, holy shit, they're actually doing this in jets. This is practical. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like,
0: actual yeah, jets. Bro, it's the same CGI.
1: And I'm like, that's what made this film an astonishment, man. I mean, it was amazingly done. Tom Cruise's performance. Wow. Tom Cruise we need top gun 3 um we need more top we need more tom cruise and more films miles teller made amazing comeback from you I know, know like know. his that yeah. is that is amazing I mean listen Miles Teller whether you like it or not has had some amazing films you know Whiplash is one of my favorite films of all time Um, you know Damien uh, um, Gazelle made another great uh, another film this year too Uh, but Miles Teller is Miles Teller is amazing dude he was in so many other projects um, ranging from freaking um, uh, uh, growing up you know coming of age type films he was in Project X like he goes and he does so many different films in his filmography that you watch him and you look at he does and I'm like how is this guy like not more respected within the industry and you know again it was just a great film man it was a great film overall it's a feel good type of movie it's got heart it's got everything you want it reminds you of the 80s films if you're an 80s type of person it makes you go out and be like yeah that's the type of film it is I love it that's why it's my number two yeah Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh,
0: I really liked how like I really liked how Miles Teller like embodied um like like embodied Goose in such a great yes. way like 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 yeah. the mustache the glasses like everything it's like it's so spot on and brilliant and I also like how like Val Kilmer's like came oh, so then there yeah
1: I forgot about that I was like the I was going to say that too Val Kilmer oh my god dude Val Kilmer's performance even though brief amazing just yeah. amazing have you, watched,
0: done. have you watched this documentary called uh Val
1: Yes, yes, yeah. great documentary. Yeah. Great it, documentary. it really it Sad. really,
0: really is, yeah. Yeah, and uh and and then and, and this is like this is kind of Valcoma related, but uh but uh but uh Willow uh made a comeback uh with uh with the Disney Plus show and it's actually it's super good. It's like it, it, yeah it, it, yeah, it's really good. Are you are you watching that or
1: I'm not watching Willow, man. I am. Uh, oh, I really, really okay. am not. I was not a fan of the original source material. Um, someone told me I have to watch it. I think. The, so this is what's happening right now in my life. Right, so
0: right,
1: okay. I'm in. I'm in last week of post production. I'm done with the film after this week. Everything should be color graded and everything should be all set. Okay. Um, and then my guys are cutting trailers as we speak. I'm like, right. so I'm I'm done, um, with the film. I am going to have to catch up on a lot of stuff that I haven't seen. So I think Willow, I'm going to add to the list. Again, not a fan, but I am not willing to not give it a chance. To I never even saw Lord of the Rings the, the Amazon Prime. That's oh, I know okay. I just did not okay. so have the chance. So there's two things. There's two things I got to watch. Those are on my list. Um, and I'm trying. I just watched the first two episode of Bad Batch. I got to k- still keep on that really? week to week. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's there's a there's there's a lot of things i'm going to have to catch up on the next few weeks before um we get back into the swing of things and i hop yeah. on another project so my yeah. little week of sabbatical is going to be a uh, very jam packed of content
0: yeah uh, yeah man i also haven't have been watch haven't been watching that much of tv shows like in 2022 like i have a bad av- i have a bad habit of like starting a tv show and never finishing it but most of the time i do finish a show eventually It just, Mm. it just takes time, you know, like, 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 you can't really always like watch a show in one, not in one sitting, like eight episodes or 16 episodes at a time. Like, like,
1: it's hard, man. It is hard. hard.
0: Really, really, it is. Really, really, it is, you know, so, 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 yeah, uh, I've said my number two uh, and you've said your number two. Oh, uh, I'm going to say something. I have Top Gun Maverick at number 14 yeah Man, i do you know. i do listen 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 okay like uh again other film like there were other great films that have come out this year that i do like in my sort of preference it's just that i haven't watched top gun in so long i watched it back in i i watched it back in may i remember loving and enjoying it it was in my top five and top ten for so long but then other movies have came and the like Wait, what was your number two again what was your number two t- my, my number two was nope
1: oh it was nope right you said you, you said that yes yeah i was so i mean listen it I, i'm really excited to hear your number one because my number one i think is gonna maybe shock you or you're maybe it's gonna, gonna shock agree. you
0: it's gonna shock you <laughs> as well so
1: <laughs> so but the the idea before we get there the idea of uh, of that of Top Gun being that low to me is a tragedy because know. that's what yeah. on your top ten. I honestly, if I were you, I'd go rewatch it. I'd sit down, get us some popcorn, go sit down with someone that hasn't seen it yet. Literally, yeah. I think and I guarantee you it'll jump again on your list. Yeah, because I did the same exact thing, man. I put it down very low. Then um, my my girlfriend who did not see it. Um wanted to watch it and I was like, all right, I'll watch it with you, like whatever. And I rewatched it and now it's number two. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and, again.
1: Yeah, I don't so. think
0: my yeah, I don't think my dad watched it. So I'll ask him if he wants to. But but yeah. but yeah, I will I will definitely, definitely do that. But uh before we get to our number one, uh why don't we like share like our number our, our numbers for our, our films like from like from six to ten. Like a, what's our number okay. six? What's our number seven? Whatever. So I'll go first. My number six. Yep. Everything ever all, all, all at once. You know that. My number seven yeah. is Tar. I watched Tar last night. It was brilliant. Loved it. Came fledship was amazing. Direction was yeah, awesome. She was great. The writing was great. Like it's 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 very good. Very good. My it's number a great eight. Film. My number eight is The Fablemans.
1: Fablemans? I have not seen. I have to watch it. Really?
0: Yeah. It's dude. It's, I know. So it's, it's another
1: like recall you're gonna love it and I'm like oh God because <laughs> it's Spielberg
0: man I mean yeah it's a, exactly it's Don't Spielberg. Spoil anything it. he Don't just spoil. I know like all I could say is that he knows how to make masterpieces like all throughout his career he just does not make he just doesn't make a bad movie ever yeah. I mean like, well well minus 1942 which wasn't his best achievement you know and there are other films that i don't think are great for example like for example like uh for example i don't like ai I don't, i I never really liked ai i thought it was boring but <laughs> but, but I,
1: thought, I thought his remake of west side story wasn't that good what do you
0: what do you what do you nega what do you mean like uh like you <laughs> thought it was great or you thought it was
1: I, I didn't think it was good at all. Um oh, I
0: loved what's I love the West Side story remake. Oh my god. I didn't
1: like it. I didn't like it because I think culturally he got some things wrong. But right. I'm Puerto Rican. You know what I mean? So that right. gets close to home for me. Um, so like I think more accurate, accurate representation in Latin diversity, I mean it's hard, right? Especially know, if you're yeah. and he studied it for a while, but the problem is there's some essence of of puerto rico and especially of new yoricans that he did not get and i i that's why i think the film kind of suffered but i still liked some parts of it i mean it's not like it was like oh it's my i hate it
0: but But, it's just
1: not there's some things he's missing but again he's not he's not puerto rican he can't really like justify justifiably understand certain things on a cultural level um you know you can study it for so long but at the end of the day if you're if you're not if you're not that i mean you can't really get certain things so you know that's my little only like, caveat with it, but I, okay. I I still thought it was great, Okay. Okay. But yeah, Spielberg uh, I think is great. I mean, he's still one of my favorites. I mean, don't get it, don't don't mess me up here. But yeah, right, yeah.
0: okay. Uh, my number nine is Marcel the Shell with Shoes on.
1: It's great.
0: Yeah. Great oh my movie. god. It's enough great to make film. a grown man cry. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Yeah. And uh, my number ten is R R R. It should See, be higher, but <laughs> you,
1: you, you are not the only person to say that to me this year. RRR is my honorable mention after my ten, and um, it's a great film, man. I, I just there's certain films that I really, I think for this year really just struck a chord with me, and um, you know that film was one of them, but it just not didn't hit as much as my other six, um, that I have. Um, so I'll tell you mine. Um, I'll briefly say a little thing about each of them. So, number six, I have Babylon.
0: Okay. Okay. And All some right.
1: people, I, a lot of people, did not like Babylon. Babylon struck a chord with me not only because I work in the industry, but also because I know how it is to be a minority in the industry. Yeah.
0: And I think
1: oh, the the third act is a very, very crazy thing, and it's hectic, and the film's hectic at times. That is Hollywood. That is the industry. It's everything's hectic, and it's like you're on your own world. And, you know, it's like the outside world, you looking in, you're like, these people are insane. That's literally the industry. And I, I think that that is a great representation of what it is and what it should be and how the transition from um, silent to talkies, um, you know, was and made. Um, Babylon, I enjoyed so much. I, you know, I cried. Um, There's parts of it that made me cry. So I loved it. Um, Seven Eyed Glass Onion. Um, Ooh, I okay. saw- I saw this movie with a few buddies um, at, at um, uh, uh, the premiere, and we met um, uh, Ryan Johnson. And oh my uh, god, really? What was he like? Yeah, he was amazing, man. He's a very, very down to earth person. And um, you know, I talked to him a little bit about murder mysteries, and he we were talking a little bit, and I was saying, you know, I make some projects and stuff like that. And he was like, he was, and he was like, oh yeah, like what do you dive into? And I'm like, you know, like some exploitation stuff like that. I started talking to him about other types of genres because you know murder mysteries was a dying genre and you know i think yeah. a lot to ryan Jensen's credit with knives out he really brought it back um in a lot of ways and he's bringing it back in a limelight and we had a conversation about genres that have been dying off as of recently and making comebacks in little small mediums like westerns for example are making a giant comeback right now in so many different capacities so we talked about that he was a great guy um a of insurance is my number eight um, okay. Great. So that's 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 where that is. Number nine is unbearable weight of massive talent. I already said this. Nick Cage is brilliant. Love him. Thought the film was so much fun, and I can't believe it's still number nine on my list. Um, But it's great. And number ten is Elvis. Um, oh, really? Okay.
0: I have cemetery- it at num- I, have a, I have it. have at number. Where is it? I have a, I have it at number thirty-three. <laughs> Oof. Yes,
1: cinematography, I think, is excellent. Again, another film that made me feel like um, Top Gun Maverick after I saw it. I hate Elvis as a person. Um, I think the history of the film itself didn't dive into it the way I wanted it to. However, the film medium and the film itself, without any of the added knowledge, is a great film. And I think though because I think Elvis did a worse job of painting of 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 painting history than the Woman King did. Because the Woman King had certain things right, but Elvis legitimately had lots of factual and in, inaccuracies. Um mm-hmm. especially with him writing certain songs. There a lot of those songs he did not write. He stole them from black artists and it made it sound like black people were like, yeah, just create this shit, which is not what real life was. About so, but again, the film as itself was great, uh, and I had some other stuff in here. Um, all Quiet on the Western Front. Um, oh, was great. Man. That's a great film. Um, I put. Uh, and this is the most controversial. Um, one of, of all time. Uh, DC League of Super Pets.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's a fun movie. It's pretty funny, but I don't. Uh, but but it, it made me cry. Really? Okay. All right. All it right. Made me That's cry. nice
1: rewatch rewatch the movie and the message of the movie if it doesn't make you cry you're soulless you know and it's really it's really something don't look at it from a comic book perspective look at it from a person perspective and and think of the creatures as as people Right, and, okay. and and understand the bond of that um and i think you'll look at the film a little bit differently because it sounds nuts <laughs> but if you watch it and you watch it as a film and you don't watch it without any of the the contextual things of them being animals you may look at that film very differently um i also have like other things um, on Northmen, bullet train but bullet train just because my my friends wrote the film and, really okay um, wait who's your...
0: wait who are your friends who wrote Bullet train.
1: Um. So, uh, uh Wiseman and um and I, So there we have. I have nicknames. So Wiseman is the uh, one guy's um uh, uh, uh name because he's uh, um. He, he, when when I first met him, which was two years ago, and I met him at a um a, a thing for uh, NYU School Tish, and then I just kept contact with him um afterwards. Um, we had a we had a conver- conversation, and he was very very um. He was very wise. And at the time I was like, I was like, dude, you're a very, very just like wise man in in general, because you're, (laughs) you're telling me shit that I've never heard of. And I'm like, and I'm sitting here and I'm like laughing my ass off because, you know, he's telling me stuff. Um, within the 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 industry that I just I, I never I, I I never knew um, you guys know him as like uh, uh, David uh, as David Leach that's yeah. that's his real name yeah um, David Leach. I just called him I, I just called him a wise man and then um uh, Zach who was the other writer on the um yeah. uh, the film so you've met he, so you've
0: met David Leach
1: yeah so I met David oh, Leach yeah. and and David Leach is, is, is I mean you know David Leach has, has some great has some great stuff on it I, I know and. I know when when I, when I met him, and I still have communication with him and I have a communication with a, a, um, a, a few other people that worked on that project. Um, but that's really just because like the, the shooting of like where I was, uh, I was working out of, um, at the time and where the shooting of that was, was like very, very close. And, um, when they premiered all the showings and stuff, it was like impossible for me not to see them because all the festivals I was at, they were at as well. So when I just Palm Springs and I did a lot of these other festivals, like Miami, um, they, they were, they were there and I had conversations. So I was like around them at almost every every place Uh, it's just a fun film man it's just great man it's just uh it is
0: it was it's just um, it's such a surprisingly enjoyable action movie like i was i was going into this like not really getting anything out of it but like i actually enjoyed this movie you know like it was actually such a funny funny movie you know i mean like there were a lot of jokes that like didn't really like, like specifically the Thomas the Tank Engine like running gag. I was like, I, I was like, okay, I get it. Like, come on, let's let's move this move along. On. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I definitely can understand.
1: I don't like understand it. I mean, it, it's very, very um, the guys uh, that are over there that that do that John Wick stuff over there. Man, they just know how to make a great action movie. The choreography is great, obviously. Yeah, um, but it's just it's it, they. They did three films this year, man. They did um, the Jamie Fox film on Netflix that um uh day uh, oh, daylight things. Yeah,
0: thinks. Uh, what's it called? I loved. Daylight I it was great.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was daylight.
0: That was so good. That was actually really, yeah, good. Was really good.
1: And then also they did um uh the naughty um uh, what's it called? Uh, Violent Night, Vi- Violent Night. I-, I always think Naughty Christmas, but then ah, Violent <laughs> Night and um i i really i really liked violet Night*, man i thought it was it's probably going to be a, a daily a yearly showing for me like around christmas time man. I, I oh yeah early, me too so.
0: me too man all yeah, so- is calm unless somebody doesn't want to get shot in the fucking head and <laughs> <laughs> so oh,
1: definitely- i'm excited for john wick this year man i'm very excited let Donnie Yen's supposed to be in it. Um, what's the other guy's freaking name? And I'm forgetting it off of the top of my head. That's also hang on. I'm just gonna look it up. Uh, Hiroki Sonada, he's in it. Hiroki is in it, but that's not who I'm thinking of. I'm thinking right. of someone else. And um, um, because I know also who's in that film. Um, uh, hang on, let me, let me look up this stuff. Okay. See, John Wick okay, sure. three. John Wick three came up, and I'm trying to look up for Come on, come on, bud. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um. So the cast. We click over to cast. So Donnie Yen's in it again. Bill Skarsgård. Um. Yeah. But Scott Atkins is also in it. So you have Scott Atkins and you have Donnie Yen. I mean, you have action, dude. The the, there's only so many other people we can bring into this franchise and make it like as cool as it is. And having Donnie Yen in it and having Scott Atkins in it. I mean, this is just going to become a franchise where we're going to get a lot of like action heroes and it just make like little guest star cameo appearances and I'm yeah. so here for it man John, yeah. the John Wick franchise is just amazing man. it's just amazing it,
0: it really it really is like a, this is like this is one of those type of properties that's that's gonna be like <laughs> that's gonna keep going you know like it's gonna be mm-hmm. like it's gonna be the fast franchise it's gonna be uh and it's gonna be Mission Impossible well I mean Mission Impossible is gonna come to an end but you know yeah but it, <laughs>
1: Um. Yeah. But okay. So number one, you gotta go first, man. Go go oh, first. Oh I...
0: oh 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 my God! I didn't say my honorable mentions. I'm sorry. Uh. So 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 I have uh. So bones and all, really liked it. You know, I thought it was a beautiful. Beautiful coming of age story. Uh. After Yang, Mad God. Like, yeah, like my God is very visceral, like it, it yeah. is very visceral. It's one and it, it, it's something for a patient viewer turning red is fantastic. I love turning red so much.
1: I uh, forgot that even came out this year. That was yeah. really good, too.
0: Yeah. Uh, and uh, bodies, bodies, bodies. That was great. See, oh.
1: I did not feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't like
0: I, the I, ending, did you? It's like- it was you didn't okay. like the ending, yeah? You didn't like the ending, yeah, did you? <laughs> yeah,
1: like the, the ending was a big part of it. But I was just like, it's okay, it's all right, it's yeah. not anything terrible, but it's not like
0: listen, listen, uh, the I ending, did. listen, the ending makes sense. You want to know why? Because this entire movie is, you know, basically a joke. Like it's all about how 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 Gen Z is perceived. It's that it's that the it's basically like uh, nope. <laughs> like you can't really trust anybody it's all about like how like someone perceives you on the internet it's like it's just it's just basically i just really like that type of satirical commentary on it you know like it's also yeah. also alice played by rachel senate she's iconic like iconic like she is gonna I be do. iconic for years to come she's a labor moon she's a labor moon <laughs> it's so it's 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 funny man i loved it i really loved it oh uh there's another movie that i also really like this year called uh montana story
1: montana story okay I yeah. didn't, I, i've i never seen it
0: yeah so like uh yeah it's about it's about this uh brother and sister who uh who are on a ranch they have to like take care of their dying father and they also like have to like re- and they also like have to like deal with the trauma that That they both faced from him like basically like like basically it's all about family trauma and it and it takes place like in and it takes place in the middle of well montana and they also like and they also like have to like figure out what they have to do with their horrors because like the sister wants to take it to new york and he wants to keep it like it's it's a whole thing yeah 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 man man uh there's also just a lot of great movies i liked um avatar the way of water was excellent it's one of the and it's one of the most visually stunning blockbusters i've ever seen in my life just so enjoyable the third act kicks absolute ass like uh, you can barely feel the runtime either like the visuals like perfectly improved from the previous film it's just really really good really good loved it Um
1: I, I disagree. Um, okay. I I think Avatar the Way of Water was good. Um right. but I definitely felt that runtime, man. I was not I checked my phone a few times during that film. Really? Um I think okay. it was mostly when they had the whale scene with that fucking whale. I couldn't, dude. I'm like, can we cut this shit? Like, what are we doing here? Like, we're spending too much time on this god dang whale. I don't care. Okay, the whale comes in at the end, it's a big cool thing. We're spending half the second act on a freaking whale. I don't care about this whale, man. I really don't. <laughs> but I thought it was way better than uh, than Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I do think it's better than Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Even though I was emotional from this type of movie. Like, it's just very... I thought uh, the uh, visuals are great. Like, like, Wakanda Forever's visuals are great. It hit me so emotionally. Like, uh, like... Like it definitely does improve on it, on its practical effects, uh, on, on its practical effects. Namor was, is, that Namor isn't isn't Killmonger. He is no way better than Killmonger. But like, but but it definitely has an emotional core and has like and and, and it and does keep keeps its themes on on the previous Black Panther. So yeah.
1: Um every Marvel movie this year disappointed me. Um really? Doctor Strange,
0: Doctor yeah. Strange I
1: didn't like. Um I thought it Doctor Strange was a huge letdown. Yeah. Um I thought, I thought um Thor Love and Thunder, I thought what they did with Christian Bale's performance, um what they did with Christian Bale's character, um, I know. was yeah. atrocious, man. I, I did know. not enjoy it. And when I watched uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, I was not going in there with high hopes and I left with the same thing feeling I went in with was like, yep, they're striking out this year. That's just how it's going to be.
0: Okay. And,
1: um, <laughs> I, part of it for me was, um, they pitted both minority groups against each other and the, the story of it itself is like, okay, we're going to, we're going to put these Latinos and we're going to put these, um, black people against each other while the white people just watch. And I'm like, okay, well, what are we doing here and then there's no resolution at the end it's just like namor's like when they need help they'll come to us and i'm like no they're not They're not just going to you. what are you are you smoky crack you killed the queen we have to have two deaths in this movie we are it wasn't enough that we have uh, have have chadwick die we have to have angela bassett die too what like it's just like some of the freaking things in this i'm like I don't know man I was just yeah. disappointed I thought Shuri's performance was not that great you know what I okay. mean I didn't think, I didn't I think she, her her character was written so viscerally different than her character in all of the other media she's been in she decks nothing like Shuri from the Avengers and she acts nothing like Shuri from Black Panther she is a completely other uh, a different character in this film legitimately legitimately it was like and I I think part of it was performance and I think part of it was writing
0: Right. Okay. Okay. Can I say my, can I say my take? I think ahead, Shuri man. had a great character arc. Okay. I think, I, I think, okay. Shuri had as much of a great character arc as Peter did in No Way Home. Like I, I that, that's what, that's what I think. But like, because it's because, uh, it's because <laughs> listen, it's because Shuri had to grow up. Because because if you think because if you think about it, in, in the previous Black Panther movie, she's what, sixteen, like four years go by, and she's like and she's basically an adult. She has to like adult. She basically had to step up to be uh, to, she basically had to step up. She had to learn that she needs to be a protector of her people. She and she also had to like and she also, you know, had to like she just had to grow up, you know, she just had to like, I understand
1: that, but there's a different way of doing it without, with it, without changing the way the character acts as a, as a, as a person. Right. Right. So there's a, there's a certain levity that that she had and there's that that levity no longer exists within her character. So the character, if you look at her other appearances versus Black Panther Wakanda Forever, is just vastly different. It's just a different character that was, it's just different from what we've had. And I understand the growing period, but even though Peter grew, he was still the same Peter at the end of that film. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. Which is why that is just a slight bit different and why I didn't enjoy Shuri's versus Peter's as much. Does that make right. sense?
0: Right. Yeah. Sure. So I, okay.
1: that's just that's that's kind of where I'm going with it. But I respect your opinion, man. I mean, like, listen, Thanks, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely in the minority group with the way I feel about it. But I watched Avatar and I was like, this is a better version. Oh, the indigenous groups really joined forces against the colonizers. Wow. That's actually what Black Panther should have been.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's my, right, right, yeah, so. yeah, right, right, okay,
1: Daddy. number
0: ones, number ones, let's go, okay. okay, fine, uh, okay, uh, my number one is Babylon, okay, look yeah. at that, <laughs> that's <laughs> shocking, that's yeah? shocking, yeah, okay, I'm I, happy though,
1: I'm happy, it's
0: about because, it. okay, it's so like. So, like, I could not help but look at the scathing reviews and the polarizing reception that Babylon was going to have. And I was so worried because, like, Damien Chazelle is one of my favorite filmmakers ever. You know, I love Whiplash. I love La La Land. I think First Man is very underappreciated. And... and and I honestly had high hopes for Babylon and, 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 and I really thought that I wasn't really going to get anything out of it. It's just going to be another one of those movies, uh, movies about movies in which like <laughs> in which, oh, oh, this is what Hollywood was like back in the 20s and 30s. Like, oh, look at all these famous people. Look what we're doing. You know, like it's like it's uh, it, it was going to be that uh, I thought it was going to be that type of thing but I think Babylon has such a deep, deeper meaning behind it and of course like, and of course like with every Chazelle project, it has great direction, like uh, <laughs> like, like he brings back the initial direction that he had with Whiplash and La La Land in which like and, and also and also like and also with every Chazelle movie, there's like, uh, there's like a band <laughs> there's a jazz band you know, like Always uh, have to. yeah <laughs> yeah man he just has a thing for jazz you know like it's that's fine
1: man i mean i was saying the same thing to my buddy i was like you know um when i start doing uh uh, features you know one of the things i really want to put in my stuff is is like music and bands and like live music and stuff i mean it's just you know something something i think he's got a, a a thing for jazz i i love jazz but for me like that's salsa you know what i mean like that's what i grew up with so like I have so much appreciation for jazz because it's so closely interlinked and I grew up with jazz as well. Mm. Um, so I just and you know, I respect it man. And that I a hundred percent appreciate your your number one. I love thank it. You. I love thank you. thank
0: one. thank you, man. And also and also like I really liked I really loved these performances in this movie. Like especially uh oh especially this uh, this new actor on the block named uh Diego Calva, who I've never heard yeah. of before, like he was he was so good in this movie. It's like so it, it's it's so like like he was so genuine he was so genuine and just acted his it just acted his ass off right down to the final frame of this movie. You know, like and, and I'm going to get and I'm going to get to that wild and I'm going to get to that ending in a few minutes because I just want to praise it more. I think I think the way that the film like portrays I, I, I think the film like I think the film perfectly captures like the idea of actors like uh dealing of, of actors like dealing with their own humanity and uh, their own humanity like in terms of like in, in terms of like what in in terms of like what comes with being famous you know because like when you're because you know like when you're when you're working in the film industry when you're working in the film industry as an actor like uh some of your like like some like some part of your like some part of your like like some part of yourself is like is completely shredded and it, and and you become and you play these roles and most of the time you do embody the like you do like you do become the role that you were supposed to play like uh like like leaving like leaving behind the person that you that you used to be case in point with Margot Robbie's character uh. Like a Nelly who, like, uh, who rises 100%. to yeah, 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 who rises to the top as being this acclaimed actress throughout the 20s and 30s, 30s, and has, and, and, and sooner and sooner or later, and sooner or later, like, and, and sooner or later, these actors like will be forgotten about, will, will be forgotten about, which is a common trait within Hollywood, like, uh, like, uh, and like Gene Smart has this like monologue that, uh, has this whole monologue with uh with brad pitt in the room and like like talk like like comparing actors to cockroaches and how the cockroach like is seen and is seen and he leaves and is never really heard from again you know that 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 whole thing and i just want to say something about brad pitt he was also great in this movie i thought like i that he might he might have did his career best performance in this role like it like like he honestly really did, you know. Like, oh yeah, man.
1: it's it, this is definitely up there for me with his once upon a time in Hollywood um, role, um, yeah. and as well as his his role in Fight Club. Um, very, very once upon a time in Hollywood. This film. I mean, obviously, you still have you both. You have two of the direct, uh, actors from that film, and very um, boogie nights very,
0: too, and very boogie very nights boogie too. Nights.
1: Yes, dude. I feel very and boogie Wolf nights. Of Wall
0: Street well. and yes, yeah. Yeah, and Wolf of Wall Street, considering its three hour runtime, which I barely felt really. So, yeah, I
1: so this was a film I can agree with you. I did not feel it's three hour runtime. I'd never checked the film, one the phone ones I was so ingrained with it. And listen, that little cameo by um Tobey Maguire was a delight. I
0: know. Oh man, it reminded me a lot of Alfred Molina from Boogie Nights, you know, like yes. where he like, 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 like where he appears, like, in the like like in the final sequence of the film, you can't help but feel this tension about like, oh, what's this guy gonna do to these characters, you know? Yep. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I I feel him as um, he kind of reminds me, and this is gonna be very funny, but he kind of reminds me of the wolf in Pulp Fiction, where he oh. just comes in. <laughs> he comes in right at the end, provides this little funny dialogue, and you're like, you're almost like, okay, so like, what's this guy's backstory? What's this guy's deal? And it's the same type of feeling that you have from Tony Maguire, though very, very different for different reasons without spoiling the film, but it's just, it gives you that same type of adage. So yeah, man, it, it was great. It was great.
0: Yeah, and like, also like the opening sequence is so wild and wacky. Like, oh, oh man. like
1: Dude, the, the moment, the moment of the elephant I was like, I was, I was like, this movie, this movie is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The POV shot. Okay, oh, just
0: it just it just completely caught me off guard. Like I immediately looked away from this. Great. It's almost like I was getting, you know, shit on, right?
1: Santi, the best part is, is that they didn't put subtitles for the 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 character speaking Spanish at that part. So I'm sitting there, and I, you know, I speak fluent Spanish, and I'm sitting there, and I, I hear this. And when they're, the Mexican guy um, that got out of the car, he starts throwing hay at him. So he says, why are you throwing hay at him in Spanish? The Mexican guy responds. He's like, I don't know. Maybe it'll help it. <laughs> he was like, it's, I'm trying to calm it down. <laughs> but he says it all in Spanish. So he was like, tranquilo, tranquilo. I was laughing my ass off. It oh, was great. Dude. It was great. Oh, it was just, it, it, it was, it was just done. It was done very well. So yeah, man.
0: Yeah. And yeah. like the ending, the ending of this movie, I think is one of the most, I, I think it'll go down as one of the most defining pop culture moments of the decade so far, because like, I
1: hope you're right. I hope you're right about that. You know, no, I mean? no, no, and seriously.
0: I, no, 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 seriously. I haven't forgotten about this ending once, you know, because yeah. like, be, the like, like dude is literally just sitting there. In the theater, he's watching "Singing in the Rain," and 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 and, and, and he's witnessing cinema. This is just, this is exactly how we see cinema. We see moving pictures. We see people act. We see people like, like like we see people get into these get into these ridiculous and unfortunate situations, and you can't help but feel and you can't help but feel like in but, but you can't help but feel tense. You can't. You don't. I don't you don't feel yourself breathing and you and then you like watch the end of it and you've and you're just in awe and that's how i felt with the ending i was in awe i was in tears i felt every type. i didn't even know what i was feeling it just yeah whoo, that was gone. me i was
1: speechless for a second after it too and avatar makes a cameo in it too so you can watch avatar Hold- in babylon
0: i want to <laughs> listen Listen, like, I don't know. I don't know how Damien pulled it off by asking James Cameron to put Avatar footage in his movie. Like, I don't know how he did that. <laughs> it was great. It oh, was just Listen, listen, maybe you could like maybe you could like ask around for me since, uh, you know, filmmakers for some reason. <laughs> 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 like, like, I don't know, maybe somebody knows something, you know. I don't
1: know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I really want to hear that story. If I ever have the chance of meeting him, you know, I, that'd probably be a director I, I would be more likely to meet because he is newer. Um, yeah. but like these, you know, I, I've met some crazy people, um, within this last year of, uh, of doing my own work and, you know, I'm on the short circuit and, um, you know, hopefully making a, a jump to features within the next, uh, two years here. And I, Get to meet these crazy directors and have the awesome visions, and I I hope uh, I get to meet because um, of one one day, man. That'd be very very um, interesting conversation. I'd love to pick his brain about some things. So yeah, I'll ask him.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So, like when you do, like hit me up. You know, like that's well, yeah. that's all. That's all. Oh man, yeah. Just just a lot of great movies that I, that 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 I want to mention. Like oh man, just I've seen a lot of great films. Like a hundred and I've seen 132 films to be exact. Right. <laughs> oh man, like just just a lot, you know. Like uh oh, uh want to mention real quick. Want to mention a few real quick, uh The Menu, Hustle, watch The Menu. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, it was great. I loved it. It's great. Oh man, uh Fire of Love, On the Count of 3, Intergalactic, Lucy and Desi, which is like a which is a documentary about uh Lucille Ball. Uh, mm-hmm. pray X X was great. Lo- fuck yeah, me. freaking loved X. Oh, Pearl. How have I not mentioned Pearl? Pearl is at my number eleven. Actually, no, twelve. Is it? 12. Check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on my number eleven. And Pinocchio and Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio is at twelve. And i have the Batman yeah, that at thirteen. Was good yeah, and I have the Batman so, at thir- I have the Batman. Uh, I know.
1: <laughs> I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. So much good stuff came out, Sandy. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. All right, let me number one because I do have to, I, I I have to go. I'm running out of time over here.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, All
1: right. So my number one is a little, a little film that came out earlier in the year that I went to go see another premiere showing for. And um, you may know it, you may not know it. It is the Batman.
0: <laughs> yeah. I figured, man, I figured, man, listen, listen, you're, Dude, I fell in love Zoe... with that. Listen, can I tell you something? <laughs> Your Zoe Kravitz thirst try. traps on your story, like just gave it away. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: so I've been in Zoe, I've been a, I've been in love with Zoe Kravitz um forever. Um, you know, from the movie Dope um oh. that came out. Oh, oh yeah, she ago. wasn't
0: dope, yeah.
1: She was in dope. Um, so I've been a Zoe Kravitz fan forever. If I ever met Zoe Kravitz, I told my girlfriend I said, I'd probably leave you just because it's Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm just, you know what I mean? And I tried my hardest. You know what I mean? There's only that she's the only woman in this world that um, I could see myself um, uh, leaving anybody for. So, oh, yeah, it's a big <laughs> crowd. Uh, she has a great performance in it. Robert Pattinson is probably the best Batman um, uh, other than Kevin Connery. RIP, Kevin Connery died this yeah, year. Yeah, um, I know.
0: Yeah, I'm but, sad.
1: But Pat, uh, Pattinson is great, man. Is the, the direction by Matt Reeves is amazing the idea of using the eyes to tell his story to tell his emotion pat Pattinson's acting and performance with the use of uh, matt reeves per, uh, of performance intersects like that um the score by michael gaiacchini is phenomenal i would love I to know. work with michael Giacchini. it is an it is amazing and greg fraser's cinematography is amazing in dune it's amazing everywhere he is. Whatever he touches, it's amazing. But Greg Frazier is a freaking mastermind. Okay, his his cinematography never made me feel more that I was in Gotham than in the Batman. Legitimately, now I've always I keep having this debate with myself, and I probably will never get an answer of what is a better film, The Dark Knight or the Batman, because the bat The Dark Knight molded me and started started me on a path of filmmaking. And it means so much to me on so many personal levels, but the Batman man is just murder mystery, everything. I never once feel the runtime, another three hour film. And it's just so freaking great, dude. You can as easily make that character, not Batman. And that film would probably be higher on people's radar because it's not a a comic book film. And I think the only thing that holds it back that it is a comic book film for me, um, I don't give a shit. So it's number one um, because it's, it's, it's Batman, dude. It's Batman in his purest form. It's a different take on him. It is just so, so good. This idea that he's narrating his story and this idea of, of family guilt and him realizing that, you know, he's better than whatever the, the past is and he can't let the past run himself. And, and I saw that movie, like a total of like 17 times in theaters, like legitimately, so much of my early life was spent on the Batman this year <laughs> of this past year that I saw it I saw it at, at a premiere showing then I went and saw it again at, at, at two other like fan showings before the film even came out and then I saw it at private showings I got any showing I could get into. I went and watched it again and I still haven't gotten sick of it. In fact, I may even watch it again tonight because I'm talking about it right now. <laughs> but yeah, that's a great, it's a great film. Colin Farrell steals the show. Can we talk about Val Coney? oh my my god God. yeah by that the idea of that these this old italian mob feels like an old italian mob in the film and how like as soon as you're we're introduced to it they're playing old mob music like it feels something like out of scorsese stuff you know what i mean he he goes he goes hey how you doing and then you all you hear is oh that old dean martin playing in the background just everything feels so intentional. Everything feels so great. The m- Misan Sen has never felt better in a film ever, in my opinion. I don't think I've ever felt better Misan Sen. Like I didn't never felt more intrinsically entranced that I was in a different world other than my own in any comic book film, but also on, a, on another level of almost any other film, legitimately. Like it's literally up there and it does so many better things. Is there problems that I have with it? Yes. However, I feel because and listen, you may or may not heard this from me, Santee, Okay, right. because I think the information is out there. However, I'm going to tell you something right now. The problems that this film has, the sequel will fix it because I'm I'm ninety ninety percent sure that the sequel will be focusing on the villain known as Mister Freeze, and okay. I, I I've heard I've heard through the grapevine through some other people and other people that i know without saying anything some other people that i know that the the storyline they're gonna go with is none other than the heart of darkness from the batman animated series
0: so damn okay if they
1: go this route and they execute it well that'll probably be my favorite batman movie of all time because that's one of my favorite batman stories of all time um but again great film that's why it's number one of the year and uh, yeah, man, I gotta go. I gotta go. The same okay. last stuff, and I'll get out of okay. here. Okay,
0: yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh. Yeah. Those are those are our top five. Uh. Yeah. 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 I also love the Batman. I think it's. I think it's so great. It's visually pleasing to me. It's like it, that. It goes hard. It kicks ass. It kick acts. Everybody's great. Direction's great. Like it's all great. Okay. Uh. Yeah, uh, and those are our top five, and, and those are our top five of the year. So, uh, so 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 yeah. Thank you to everybody listening to all to, to all my fellow listeners, uh, who uh, who have been on the Safety Time podcast. And considering that this is the first episode of the year, uh, I want I want to congratulate you for listening. The I, I want to congratulate you for uh, for making it this far because I am almost at. 30 episodes this year, which is insane. Because uh a bit because I started this back in October 2022 and th- and the grind did not stop, you know. We just gotta keep going. That's uh gotta keep doing it. Yeah, that's all. So yeah, uh so so yeah, as for Adad, uh, you can uh, that's, yeah, uh you can follow the socials. That'll be uh that that'll be uh that 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 will be in the in the link. In the description you can find me on letterboxd uh twitter TikTok, and uh and not uh, an instagram and uh carlo where can they find you if you at that if if you'd like to share your socials so
1: yeah man i you know i really don't care about um social media that much you know um Uh, most of my life is in the real world but uh yeah if you want you can follow me on instagram it's uh underscore luis r-i-c-a-r-l-o and then underscore l-u-i-s it's just my first name it's nothing nothing too crazy um not a whole lot on there now because we're wiping we we did a we did a clean slate for uh 2023 because we do have a release coming soon but uh, yeah man that's 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 where you can find me
0: okay all right uh thanks hey like like, hey, man, thanks for popping on. Really appreciate, like, 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 really appreciate talking about, like, uh, films with you. And hopefully we can do this again. So, yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, you let me know when. This was so much fun. Yeah, man, um, definitely. Yeah. I'll, I'll, and listen, I'll let you know soon. We're doing uh, a few different showings of the film coming in once, you know, uh, everything starts back up with the, the semester itself. So, right, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll try to get you out to one of those before, you know, anything else.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right guys uh thank you for listening and peace out Bye-bye. bye bye bye